Imagine two lawyers in a courtroom inside your head. One is arguing for your possibilities and you achieving your goals. The other is arguing for your limitations and why you don't deserve what you want. Who will win? The lawyer whom you pay the most. The way you pay these lawyers, however, is not with money. It is with your attention. Welcome to Philosopher Insights, the podcast that delivers wisdom in minutes a day that you can put into practice daily and strive to master over a lifetime. The podcast committed to sharing ideas that encourage you to bridge the gap between who you are today and the person you aspire to be in the future. Hi, my name is Herb Lamba and welcome to my podcast where I will share practical insights from the world's best authors. Knowledge isn't power, applied knowledge is. The quest to become the best version of you starts right now. Hi, and welcome to Philosopher Insights. My name's Herb Lamba. Today, we're discussing the laws of luck, the success system that never fails. The author of the book is Brian Tracy, and this book is published in 2023. I want to share a number of my favorite insights, starting with the law of probability, law of desire, the winning edge, law of substitution, the ultimate faculty, focus and concentration, law of willingness, and finish it off with a closing thought. So let's begin with the introduction. Quote, Everyone wants to be healthier, happier, more prosperous, and more satisfied. Yet only a few are really living happy, fully functioning, self-actualizing lives. Most people have the uneasy feeling that they could be doing far better than they are today. If only they knew how. They are living well below their inborn potentials for success and happiness. They could be far healthier, earn more money, achieve greater success, recognition, and esteem, and enjoy more satisfying lives than they are today. I was told that successful people were just lucky. Those who were unsuccessful and unhappy were just victims of bad luck. Did this mean that people who started off from limited backgrounds, worked hard, studied hard, and pulled themselves up into prominence by their own application and effort were merely lucky? Did this mean that people who had come from all over the world with no friends, no language skills, no money, and no opportunities, but had become successful were just lucky? It didn't make sense to me. What I learned, and what I'm about to share with you, is the result of more than 25 years of study in the thoughts, feelings, actions, behaviors, and decisions of successful people. The bottom line is luck is predictable. It's not a series of random, haphazard occurrences that one person gets a lot of and another person gets none. In fact, you can have all the luck you want if you do the things that so-called lucky people do." Today, I am delighted to dive into the most recent publication by Brian Tracy entitled The Laws of Luck. Within the pages of this book lie over 65 laws that possess a remarkable ability to ensure you become one of those lucky individuals in life. You may have encountered conversations where people attribute success solely to luck. However, let me unveil the truth. Prosperous people do not merely rely on chance and wish for favorable outcomes. Instead, they seize command over their own fate by utilizing proven laws of achievement. Astonishingly, it is indeed possible for you to manipulate and steer your own luck. I am genuinely honored to share a handful of my favorite insights from this book, so let's begin. Insight number one, the law of probability. Quote, throughout this book, I'll be giving you dozens of ways to influence the probabilities of achieving the results you desire in virtually anything that you do. Here's an example. Imagine a person who has had too much to drink and who can barely stand up in a dimly lit room with a dartboard on the wall 30 or 40 feet away. This person has an endless supply of darts to throw at that dartboard. He's not clear-eyed or alert and has no experience of dart throwing, but he begins throwing the darts. What are the odds that this person will hit the dartboard? 
they are not particularly good, but in all probability, if he throws enough darts in the direction of the board, sooner or later he will eventually hit. This is one of the key lessons of life. No matter who you are or what situation you're starting from, if you try enough times, learn from every try, and persist over and over in aiming at a goal that's important to you, you must and will eventually hit the bullseye. It's not a matter of luck. It's simply a matter of probability. End quote. I really love this example because most people spend their lives waiting for their luck to kick in, when what they should be seeking to understand is the law of probability. If you have a clearly defined goal that is meaningful to you, and you would create a plan to achieve it, then your primary objective is to throw as many darts at that goal as you can for as long as it takes to hit the bullseye. People who quit too soon on any goal they thought was meaningful simply don't understand the law of probability, and they stop throwing darts thinking they will never hit their desired target. How many darts are you willing to throw at your most meaningful goal? Insight number two, the law of desire. Quote, the law of desire says that the only limitation on your abilities is how badly you really want something. Your desire determines your destiny. The fire of desire determines your constancy and intensity of purpose. Desire is the fuel of ambition. Desire is the power in your personality. The primary reason people don't accomplish much is that they're not passionate enough about what they want to be, have, or do. They don't desire it enough. The only way you can have an intense, burning desire for a specific goal, personal or otherwise, is for that goal to be an expression of your true values. It must be consistent with your vision of the person you really want to become in your life. The only way to make a difference with your life is by figuring out how you're going to make a difference in the lives of other people. End quote. If desire is so important to success, why do so many people lack it? According to Brian Tracy, it comes down to goals and clarity of purpose. He shares a couple powerful exercises we can do to move towards building your desire. The first exercise he suggests is create a dream list. He says, quote, Take a piece of paper and write out your dream list. Let your mind float freely. Imagine that you have no limitations. Now write down everything you would want in your life if you had no limitations whatsoever. Be sure to decide what is right for you before you decide what is possible. End quote. Now that is so good. Rather than embracing their aspirations and nurturing them, most people embark on an entirely different path of skepticism. They begin by envisioning their desires, followed quickly by a list of reasons as to why these dreams are unattainable, even before taking any positive steps toward realizing them. And the second suggestion is write 10 goals to achieve in the next 12 months. Quote, once you have finished your dream list, take another sheet of paper and write today's date at the top. Then write down at least 10 goals that you want to accomplish in the next 12 months. This is one of the most powerful exercises I've ever learned. When you make out a list of 10 goals that you want to accomplish in the next 12 months, you automatically move yourself into the top 3% of Americans. End quote. I highly recommend reading this book to truly grasp the significance of this exercise. But now, let me share one of my favorite paragraphs in the entire book. Quote, there are many differences between winners and losers. The loser always hears a piece of advice and asks, what if it doesn't work? But that's the wrong question. The right question for you to ask is, what if it does? End quote. Throughout my life, I have found myself in a familiar scenario time and time again. On numerous occasions, people have approached me with inquiries regarding the rationale behind my desire to put in all this extra effort. 
Simultaneously, they often take this opportunity to express their reservations about pursuing their own dream. Curiously enough, these conversations tend to start with a recurring phrase, Yep, you nailed it. What if it doesn't work? Insight number three, the winning edge. Quote, the future belongs to the confident. It does not belong to the well-meaning, the sincere, or the merely ambitious. It belongs to those who are very good at what they do. The most significant differences in income in America are between those who have continually increased their levels of knowledge and skill and those who have not. To earn more, you must learn more. It has often been said that knowledge is power. The fact is that only applied knowledge is power, end quote. I just love that because to go to the next level, you cannot lose your passion for learning. This reminds me of another great book, So Good They Can't Ignore You by Cal Newport, where he says, quote, to summarize, I've presented two different ways people think about their working life. The first is the craftsman mindset, which focuses on what you can offer the world. The second is the passion mindset, which instead focuses on what the world can offer you. The craftsman mindset offers clarity, while the passion mindset offers a swamp of ambiguous and unanswerable questions. There's something liberating about the craftsman mindset. It asks you to leave behind self-centered concerns about whether your job is just right, and instead, put your head down and plug away at getting really damn good. No one owes you a great career, it argues. You need to earn it, and the process won't be easy, end quote. If you want the winning edge, Simply pause and calculate how much time you invest in learning and growing. If you're not happy with your current investment, invest time in figuring out how you can spend more time in personal growth and development. Insight number four, law of substitution. Quote, one of the most powerful of all luck factors is the law of substitution. Many people have told me that understanding this simple principle has changed their lives. The law of substitution says that your conscious mind can only hold one thought at a time and you can choose that thought. You can substitute a positive thought for a negative thought any time you choose, and you are always free to choose the way you think and feel at any time. The way you act or react is a result of a choice that you have decided to make, either consciously or unconsciously. It's always a matter of choice, and the choice is always up to you." End quote. Here is parallel wisdom from Alan Cohen from his great book, Why Your Life Sucks where he shares the idea of lawyers and bouncers in your head. He says, quote, Imagine two lawyers in a courtroom inside your head. One is arguing for your possibilities and you achieving your goals. The other is arguing for your limitations and why you don't deserve what you want. Who will win? The lawyer whom you pay the most. The way you pay these lawyers, however, is not with money. It is with your attention, end quote. Next, let's examine the bouncers and how they can help you manage your thoughts. Quote, your real enemies are the self-defeating thoughts, paltry expectations, and beliefs that you must live at less than full throttle. You can choose thoughts that bring you relief rather than imprisonment. To find your freedom, stand at the doorway of your mind and monitor your thought. Notice which ones lift you up and which ones drag you down. Then, like a bouncer at an exclusive party, admit only those on the invitation list and send the others back where they came from. Fate is not a net cast over you by capricious fortune. It is a garden you cultivate by the thoughts you attend to. Shift your attention and you will shift your life. End quote. Consider your thoughts as the tiny seeds scattered throughout the vast garden of your existence. With proper nurturing and care, these thoughts possess an incredible potential to blossom into magnificent plants, adding richness and depth to your life. On the other hand, 
When neglected or disregarded, thoughts can sprout into tenacious weeds that pose a formidable threat by choking out important areas of your well-being. Insight number five, the ultimate faculty. Quote, the most powerful faculty you have is your superconscious mind. It is the source of all inspiration, imagination, intuition, insight, ideas, and even hunches. It is the powerhouse that, when activated properly, can bring you everything you want. The law of superconscious activity is the most important of all luck factors. It says that any thought, plan, goal, or idea that you can hold continuously in your conscious mind must be brought into reality by your superconscious mind. Just imagine, you can have anything you really want if you can think about it, dwell upon it, emotionalize it, visualize it, and affirm it over and over again. The true test of how intensely you want something is your capacity to think about it all the time. End quote. Well, you've likely heard of the conscious mind and most people know of the subconscious mind. But how familiar are you with the superconscious mind? Here's a quick breakdown of the difference. The conscious mind, the part you use for everyday thinking and decisions. The subconscious mind, your hidden storehouse of memories and habits shaping your thoughts and actions. And then your superconscious mind, your spiritual side accessed through practices like meditation where you may find insights and a sense of connection to the universe. Quote, The most important function of your superconscious mind is that it makes all your words and actions and their effects fit a pattern consistent with your self-concept and your dominant goals. Your superconscious mind functions best in a mental state of calm, confident, positive expectation. End quote. Insight number six, focus and concentration. Quote, if I were to summarize success in two words, I would pick focus and concentration. The ability to focus on your highest priorities and concentrate single-mindedly on them until they are complete will determine your success more than anything else. The ability to set clear priorities lies at the heart of your personal and life management. All failure comes from misplaced and misdirected priorities, end quote. Focus and concentration are becoming increasingly challenging as the opportunities for distraction are on the rise. I am reminded of one of the most life-changing books I read about focus and concentration, Deep Work by Cal Newport. And he says, quote, To produce at your peak level, you need to work for extended periods with full concentration on a single task free from distraction, end quote. Let's also circle back to Parallel Wisdom from The One Thing by Gary Keller, where he says, quote, if disproportionate results come from one activity, then you must give that one activity disproportionate time. Each and every day, asking this focusing question for your block time. Quote, today, what's the one thing I can do for my one thing, such that by doing it, everything else will be easier or unnecessary? When you find the answer, you'll be doing the most leveraged activity for your most leveraged work. End quote. Insight number seven, law of willingness. Quote, some of the most important luck factors are courage, self-confidence, boldness, and the willingness to move forward toward your goals with no guarantee of success. With these characteristics, you can do virtually anything. Without them, none of the other qualities will help you that much. Fear and doubt always have been, and always will be, your deadliest enemies. The law of willingness says that to succeed, you must be willing to do whatever it takes to achieve your goal. Many people, when they set a goal for themselves, are willing to do almost anything that it takes to achieve it. But this is not enough. You must be so committed to your goal that you are willing to pay any price, go any distance, 
and make any sacrifice, end quote. This mindset of unyielding dedication is what sets apart those who achieve their goals from those who merely wish for them. It's a call to invest in your aspirations, recognizing that the path to success often requires extraordinary effort. This really hammers home the idea of taking a hard look at what it's going to cost you to make your dream a reality. Ask yourself if you're truly ready to pay that price, both in terms of effort and sacrifices. It's all about being honest with yourself and what you're willing to give up and how far you're willing to go to chase that dream. Insight number eight, closing thought. Quote, throughout this book, I've explained that luck is predictable. Success and happiness are not accidents. Everything that happens to you happens to you for good reason. People are where and what they are because of themselves and especially because the things they think about most of the time. The great secret of success is that there are no secrets of success. Later on, when people say you are lucky, you can smile humbly and talk about how fortunate you've been and how grateful you feel for it. But in your heart, you will know it wasn't luck at all. You did it all by yourself. End quote. And with those parting words, we come to the end of this book. I genuinely hope that the insights I've shared today have been valuable to you. My wish is that you'll be able to put these laws into action and pave your path to success. And who knows, with your newfound knowledge, others might just start calling you lucky. Until next time, stay curious and keep embracing the wonders of knowledge. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Landman. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.